Welcome to Beyond the Kessel Run, your Run Disney Galaxy broadcast. And hi, I'm Syl the Kessel Runner. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 32, What to Expect at the Disneyland Half. Now in just about five weeks, we will have the Disneyland Half Marathon Weekend. And this is Disneyland's flagship race. It's their traditional Disney race. And this year, the theme is Pixar. So we all get to pick our favorite Pixar character and create our costumes around that character. So it should be a lot of fun. And the medals are really cute. And I'm excited about seeing those firsthand and getting my hand on a medal. So what to expect? The Expo. Let's start with that. So the Expo is held at the Disneyland Hotels Convention Center. Now this is a uh, con can be a congested area. In fact, you're going to have thousands of people coming to this convention center, and it does get very crowded. They will have two lines, one for the Expo, one to get your bib, and you need to make sure that you're in the right line for what you want to do. It opens on Thursday, the 5Ks on Friday. So if you are going to do the 5K, you need to go to the Expo on Thursday. And if you're going to do the 10K and the half, I suggest you go on Friday. Now, Friday is going to be probably the busiest day. It's going to be crazy. This is when most of the people arrive at Disneyland. So at the hotel, you not only have guests arriving, you have all of these runners there at the convention center. So it's going to be crazy and congested. But So be prepared to not come back to the expo. If you see something, get it. Um, be sure and get your bib while you're there. You don't want to come back. It's just too many people. It's just easier to go in that direction once. So let's talk about the races. All of the races are going to start at 5 a.m. That is really early, especially for a 5K. Usually the races are, the 5Ks are at about 6.30 in the morning, and the other races start at 5.30. But these are all starting at 5. And Disneyland is kind of pushing to clear everybody out of the parks because they are such a small park. Getting all of those thousands of runners through the park is uh, time-consuming. And that's why we're starting at 5. So with that, you're going to be early in the morning. Is You're going to be dark. It's going to be chilly. The low uh, for that time of year is 60 degrees. So that's, for me, that's going to be chilly in the morning. So plan accordingly. Bring that disposable shirt if you need to. Plan to add arm sleeves to your costume so that you can touch them. But you know, actually, because we're starting so early, the whole race is going to be rather cool. It's not going to have time to heat up and get really hot. Now, it can be hot in Anaheim. Um, the year, a couple of years ago, when we ran the Disneyland half, it was hotter in Anaheim than it was in Mississippi. And so that's a big deal. It was uh, sweltering to run in, 
but we didn't start at 5 a.m. either. So I expect that it's going to be a quick course, it's going to be a cool course, so just plan your costume accordingly. Now, if you are staying at a Disneyland resort, it's going to be easy to get to the race. You can just walk to it. I will probably start out at five, at four so that I can get through security. Remember, everybody has to go through the security and get into the crowds. Now, if you are staying in a good neighbor hotel, the Anaheim Resort Transportation or ART bus will be free for you. Just be sure and have your bib because that lets the bus driver know that you are here for Run Disney and he will not charge you. You will not have to have a ticket. If you are not staying in a good neighbor hotel and having to drive in, you cannot park in the resort parking. They want you to park at the Mickey and Friends parking lot. So be sure and keep that in mind and that you're going to have to walk through downtown Disney to get to uh, actual start of the race to get to your corral so add that in to your travel time and if you need to you can use a bathroom there in downtown Disney before you get to uh, the staging area where they have all the the porta potties so what we don't know yet it is five weeks out we don't have the course maps we don't have the waivers or corral information. So as soon as that information is released, which should be two weeks before the race, I will have another podcast and go over all that information for you so that you can be informed. Now the things that went wrong with Tink this year back in May that we want to look out for at Disneyland Half. So the volunteers were replaced with contractors. And, you know, the volunteers is a community with Run Disney, and we're all used to them. It's kind of like a big family, and they do this year after year. So the contractors coming in were new. We had some bib issues, just um, general information issues that the contractors just really didn't have the groove of the Run Disney race yet. So hopefully that will be smoothed out. And also, a pr another issue with the Tink were limited characters. And you know, you're paying a lot of money, especially for a 5K. We None of us pay you know, $85 to run a local race. So $85 and you're expecting to see characters and you don't see any, that's a big deal. So hopefully they've worked that out with Tink too so that it, it can be better. I know that they're really interested in pushing us through the parks and, and clearing out everything for the guests because this is Labor Day weekend and I'm sure it's a big uh, park day, park weekend for Disneyland and they want to get the runners out and get it all cleaned up. So, but I hope that they can learn from Run Disney in Disney World and, and maybe incorporate some of the things that they're doing there, such as the uh, characters at the beginning of the race. They have like these staging areas. I don't know if you've seen, if you've been to a race in Walt Disney World, especially the Star Wars race, you're able to see all the characters and get your picture done before or after the race, which is really convenient and nice. That helps keep the course moving so they don't have to have as many characters on the course. So I'm interested in seeing how these things work out for the Disneyland half and 
how they are better than it was in Tink and May. And I'll let you know. Now, what everyone wants to know is the future of Run Disney at Disneyland. There's lots of rumors flying around like there isn't going to be a Tink next year. There's not going to be a Star Wars light side next year. I hope to find that information out. This would be a good time for Run Disney to let us in on what their plans are. They always have a booth at the expo and I will make my way over there and ask them and see if I can get some information. And as soon as I know something, I will let you know. Now, the way you can follow me for the Disneyland Half Weekend is to follow me on social media. You can just search The Kessel Runner on Instagram and Twitter, and I will put out any information that I uh, get or anything fun that I see. I will put it on those social media outlets. And you can look at my blog at www.kesselrunner.com. Click on the Run Disney tab. There is a Disneyland button and you can see how the Disneyland race was for me in the past. And when I get back, I will publish, you know, what happened this year and you can see the difference. And it's always, like I said, a lot of fun. It's a flat course. It's a fun course. You get a lot of park time and I really enjoy it. I hope that the rumors are not true, that they're going to continue uh, having many races at Disneyland because it is, it's unique and it's a lot of fun. And if you haven't experienced it, I hope that you'll get a chance to do it. So next week, I'm going to talk about the cheer squad or the spectators. They have spectator viewing in Disneyland, cheer squad in Walt Disney World. I'm going to talk about both of those and how you can get your family signed up for that and involved. So that is all for my Run Disney Galaxy this week. May the Force be with you.